Jamie and Fortune's Betamax Dungeon. Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Betamax Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune. And uh, me, Jamie Ball. That was a little bit high this evening, Mark. Um, uh, welcome. I, thought I'd, I thought I'd change it up a bit. No, it's not, yeah, you did. It went higher. Uh, welcome, everybody, uh, to another uh, banjo-shagging, toe-tagging, get-down-on-your-knees, Mark, and inhale Hidora, the smog monster, episode of the Betamax Dungeon. Is that a Godzilla thing? Yeah. Hidora. Hidora, not Ghidorah. No, no, that's Ghidorah is the one with all the heads. What three? That's King Ghidorah. Right. What's his other one? Hidorah. Hidorah. Brother, sister. To... He's a smog monster. I've never heard of it. You've never heard of the smog monster? No, that must be one of the really late ones. One of the, the, the terrible ones. No, it was one of the. It was one of the canon of Godzilla films. I can't remember. The never smog heard... monster was pretty badass. He, the first, the second fight, he took Godzilla down. Well, they always do, and then he comes back like Rocky. Yeah, every film. Well, I think the smog monster, like I think, he, how it, does that he, work? He pretty much farts in his face. In Godzilla, is like you know, you imagine if someone farted in your face, you'd be a bit like, ugh, ugh. and that's what Godzilla's doing. He's like swatting the air around. But it's like a it's like a plume, like it's an exhaust out of his backside <laughs> of smog that just hits Godzilla in the face. It's Hidora. I've never heard of the smog Hid- monster. What does it look like? Well, it's like well, that's a pointless question. It's a pointless question. I do apologise. That is a, no not point. at all, not at all. Because you might think he just looks like smoke, smog. Yeah, but he doesn't. He is an actual solid thing <laughs> made of smog, made, made of shit, made of smog. Yeah, he's like a, he is just like a big horrible like shit cloud. Oh, a big horrible shit cloud. Kind of, but like is it a metaphor for like, the smart for like yeah, casual. yeah, environmental. Well, all the Godzilla films are kind of environmentally based, aren't they? Even the very first one. Well, the first one, mainly. Go- Gojira. <sighs> Gojira. Be careful. <laughs> you would do the accent, not me. <laughs> Gamera. Why didn't they remake that? Gamera. I don't know. I ever saw. Was that the big turtle? Yeah. Have you seen them? I've seen a few of them. Yeah. They good? No. Awful. I I don't know. I don't know whether they were like cut because some of the Godzilla ones were cut together from different films, weren't they? And then I think some of the maybe some of the American releases were a little bit of that nature. Yeah. Um, I could never get my head around why they thought a turtle would. I don't know. I don't, I don't. He was a giant space turtle. Well, obviously. With powers. <laughs> well, he's a, everyone likes turtles. They're endearing creatures, aren't they? Yeah. You don't expect them to go climbing up. More endearing than a smog monster. Well, yeah. Um, so, anyway. Or well, a giant iguana or whatever he is. Um, a, is it a sloth? A, big, a giant sloth would be... Good. Pointless. What's going to hang on? Do you call it a sloth or a sloth? It's a sloth, isn't it? What, the lazy things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're, the lazy they're, they're, things. <laughs> they're, not, they're not actually that lazy. They're just brilliant at conserving their energy for when they need it. They've just adapted. Can they scuttle really fast? Oh, when they need to, mate. They can get around like... I bloody... don't believe it. No, they can, honestly. I've seen... You've not seen that clip of one stuck on the main road trying to get across the road and it's taking an hour. 
Well, and yeah, this guy has to go and pick it up. They're fucking useless. Yeah, animals. but he's just he's chilling. He's just taking they're his food. Time. No, no, that's harpy not true. eagles. No, and they're the only animal that has found a way to develop green fur because they can. There's an algae that will live in their fur. Yeah, and it turns their fur green. Yeah, and it means that they're better camouflaged in yeah, the trees. They need so to they be, do, they, they need don't, to be well camouflaged because they can't run away from fuck all. But they don't need to. Because they're so well camouflaged. <laughs> pointless animal. Well, oh, you go, no, come on pointless, then. Pointless. Oh, they're endearing. They're like zebras. Pointless. Zebras are endearing. No, they're, they're just food. What? what? If you go to... I've never eaten a zebra. For, uh, lions? If you go to the zoo, how, how long are you hanging around the zebras? I, I don't hang around oh, yeah. any of the animals <laughs> that long. I don't. I wouldn't even go to a zoo. I don't like zoos. Let's go and have a look at the okapi. No. You're going to look at the things that can eat other things. I kind of like zebras. I mean, are they not... Are they are just, just ho- Are they just horses? Horse, mate. Is it's it just a, a... It's just a fancy horse. It must be like... It is an equine animal, I guess. It is the same yeah. genus. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, do you just... Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like. Do you just slip into Chris Packham then? Yes. Yeah. Whoa, easy tiger. Well, um, so before we get to our films tonight, Mark, should I do my Banshees of Inishering apology? Yeah, go on then. Okay, in the in the in the the episode, what episode was it? It was the near dark episode. Last episode, yeah. No, no, it won't be the last episode. It would be. Oh no, the it last won't be. couple of yeah. yeah this not confuse people, Mark, but. In the Near Dark episode, episode 41, mm. I was talking about the Banshees of Inishirin, and I think, I believe that the quote I delivered could have been misconstrued as a bit of a spoiler. Well, but I, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know that until you've seen the film, and then when you've seen the film, you might think, oh, that was a spoiler, but if you heard it beforehand, you probably wouldn't. You've seen it, Mark. Yeah, I you? didn't. I wasn't. It wasn't spoiled. I don't. Well, really okay. well, yeah, no. I'm just my you sister. Just had a line it, from a film. My sister pointed out to me, and she's normally right. So she's. She would be a brilliant editor. My sister. Really, I. I wish my sister could just edit me throughout life. <laughs> <laughs> and I would probably be all right. Um, did, uh, did you say you watched? Yes, it? I watched the Banshees in the Sheeran. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought but. it was a bit. No, I just thought it was a bit, a bit fluff. Didn't it's like a play? Yeah, a little bit. Hang on, what are the themes? Not all plays are fluff. Well, no, I just. Uh, but I didn't. Maybe I. I haven't got the intellect to understand what what it was about. I don't be daft. But I don't know. I don't. I didn't. There, there, but it, there was enough there to kind of make you think that there was more going on. Yeah, but was there really? I think there was definitely. Like what? Well, was it a, like a metaphor for the Irish troubles? Well, there you go. That's not a bad guess because the several times through the film they mentioned the civil war going on on the mainland. Yeah, and they're on an island, and uh, throughout the film they're they're all kind of relieved and they're regarding the mainland as being oh they're crazy what they're doing over there yeah but the island that they were on by the end of the film that island was heading to civil war and it was over the most ridiculous absurd reason you could really ever imagine in your head mm. An absolutely ridiculous reason but because those two friends had got to the point where it was like one, no, one of them is going to have to die. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the yeah. 
Yeah. It's not over. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it, uh, all the way through the film, when they're swearing, they're generally saying, feck, feck off, you fecking idiot. Yeah. Right at the end, when Colin Farrell says, fuck, fucking. Uh, it's with a... You, yeah, it's different. It's with a you, not there's em, there's emph- Yeah, there's emphasis on that. Yeah. Um, I don't fucking care. It, and, and and then suddenly you're like, oh shit, this has gone up. Yeah, he's completely changed. Yeah, he's yeah, completely yeah. changed him. Yeah. Well, he does. He does all the. This is we do. No, we can after my apology. Now we're spoiling it. Well, yeah. Well, I just put a thing on the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Make sure you do because we are spoiling it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Banshees of Inisherin and spoilers. Yeah, well, I'll say it again and I'll move that to the start of the thing. Banshees of Inisherin spoilers. Spoiler alert, everybody. Same for the first time. Spoilers. Okay, <laughs> okay but Colin Farrell yeah. goes through all the stages of grief. Do you not think? Kind of. Yeah, he, yeah, I know you mention it. Yeah. He goes, he doesn't accept it. D- yeah, he denies, he denies it. It's like, it. no, we're still friends. No, we're what, still yeah, friends. It's happening. And it's over nothing. It is yeah. nothing. It's because yeah. he's a little bit dull. Well, you do feel sorry for him. Yeah. He's absolutely heartbroken yeah. at some point. And you do feel sorry for him. But then on the other hand, you do kind of also get what um, his mate is saying. Yeah. Uh, I forgot, the, sh- what's his name? Um, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. But surely he could have just said, look, can you leave me alone for a few months? But he just, to cut it off dead. But maybe he had been. Yeah. Maybe maybe for a couple of years he'd been saying, oh, you know, not tonight. Or, you know, don't don't come round and get me for the pub tonight. Or, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed really harsh. Don't talk to me again. I'm going to cut my fingers off. That's a massive spoiler, sorry. That is a massive spoiler. (laughs) But then there was a lot in... There was a lot in that as well because he Brendan Gleeson was going through something and it was like um, his one talent was the fiddle or the one thing he felt was important to him was playing the fiddle. Yeah. And he felt like he chucked his life away and he was getting old and he kind of looked at his life and he's like, I've spent my life getting drunk talking to this idiot about donkey poo. <laughs> and, um, you know, it... I may as well have been. I may as well have been chopping off my fingers every time I've spoken and wasted my time. Yeah. That idiot. I may as well have been chopping off fingers. So it's just like kind yeah, of. Yeah, no. I, I. But I mean, there's all that stuff going on with. Um, that's heartbreaking as well. well the, the young kid. Yeah. Yeah, and he and he notices that um, Colin Farrell's character has changed. Yeah about that whole incident with the bread van um, and he said to him like oh I thought you were different I, but you're just like everyone else on that on the yeah. on the island and then the next time you see him is when yeah um, and that that's foreshadowed as well when you first meet that young lad what's that actor's name Barry Keoghan that's it potentially going to be the new Joker he was the Joker yeah kind of. I'm not sure he might be a bit too young well, mate, he's got so much makeup on in the in the clip. Mm. Um, when you first see him in Banshees of Inishiri, and he's got that stick with a hook, and he even says, "What? Oh, I found this. It's a long stick with a hook on. What do you think people use this for? Hooking <laughs> <laughs> things out of water, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Know. And then you, you see it again later yeah. on. Well, what happened? Did he just fall in, 
Or you did he know. kill himself? You don't know. You don't know. He says to he says to Pad, Patrick Patrick Sullivan Padraig's Padraig yeah. Pad, Padraig it's Patrick Sullivan eh? well like, yeah, yeah I, well I, I guess <laughs> spelt weird <laughs> <laughs> that little um, communication he has with Patrick's sister yeah what when he professes his love to her well he can't he, he doesn't actually come out like that, does it? He kind of he kind of says you wouldn't. You know, I suppose you wouldn't be interested in a guy like me. And she's, it, she's. It does come out like that. It does. He's so, yeah. And she, she goes no. And he's like, oh. He goes oh well. And he just like skips yeah. off along the yeah, river. No, yeah, I'll just go on over there and do what I it was that I was going to do <laughs> over there. I'm just going to go and do that. Yeah, I mean, listen. It was. I just. No, I did like it. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I like it's it. It's funny. The dialogue is funny. Then, did you get? Do you get what I mean when I said that there are people saying funny lines, but no one is reacting to it, and you're listening to people saying these lines, and you're thinking that is a funny line. Yeah, but I still don't understand what you mean because that's to me that's like ninety percent of comedies. But sometimes in comedies, when a character says a funny line, the other characters smile. They don't. They may not laugh. But they'll smile. But not, not in every comedy. No, no, I, I know. know whether no, it's no, like I... a sort of thing you'd notice. But this, but this is a this is a film where people are saying funny lines, and it does still feel different to say a rom com where people are saying funny lines. Yeah, I mean, and it's more. Ah, um, oh, not Woody Allen. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy, the director. It'll come to me later. What did you write? Can't remember. <laughs> subtle, subtle, subtle comedies. Um. Oh, God. No, let's move on. We'll, subtle, we'll, I don't know. It could be anyone. Not your typical American stuff. Okay. That... I suppose it could, any comedy drama, I suppose. Well, I don't know. I just kind of, I there's a difference in tone in in even within comedy, you know. In maybe I guess what I'm trying to say in this film is that it's comedy, but at the same time, it's kind of a sad tragedy. Yeah. Whereas not all comedies aren't generally sad and tragic as well so that was maybe why it made me think a little bit like with nail and eye yeah um, it's got pathos pathos yeah 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 happy sad happy, happy sad. sad uh yeah yeah so uh marks out five for that or <coughs> bunches of inishiri yeah i think i'm a four or a five if i'm, no, I think I'm a four yeah definitely yeah four's fair oh four's pretty good yeah you liked it? No, I did like. I really enjoyed it. Brendan Gleeson's character got on my nerves. <laughs> not not on my nerves. I was just angry with him. Yeah, but then you but then you still you still kind of liked him in a way. Yeah, it, yeah. At the end, when he punches that certain guy, is really good. And the whole bit where he has the row with the vicar yeah. is in the confessional is really good. You yeah. like him then? Is um, um, um Colin Farrell got a. Was it for like nine Oscars or something? Oh, really? Yeah. What, off the back of that? Yeah. He is good at it. He does play a really good idiot. 
Yeah, and he, he, I mean, he's, he is a dull man. He is. He is. Do you think I'm dull? <laughs> oh, come on, don't be saying that. Don't be talking like that, though. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he's completely changed by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you'd be a fear of him. Like. He's, not a, he's not a kind... He's not a nice, kind man anymore. No. Because he's had his heart broken and... That's life, isn't it? You know, you you kind of the the things that break your heart. You, yeah, you, a, you have a ca- you have a callus and well, you become hardened. And he's pretty much lost everything by the end, hasn't he? Yeah, he's sad with his sister as well. His sister leaving him yeah. and all that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, Mark, this anyway. isn't even the film we're talking anyway. about. Anyway, Jamie and Fortune's Betamax Dungeon. Anyway, what's the main event this week? Uh, well, tonight, Mark, for epi- what, I believe, what I believe to be episode 44, uh, we're doing Possessor from uh, 2019. Directed by? Uh, David Cronenberg's son, Brandon Cronenberg. Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah. Uh, Starring? Uh, and Andrea Riseborough. Yeah, uh, is uh, Tashia Voz, character of Tashia Voz, yeah. which is a really Cronenbergian character name. It is a bit, yeah. Tashia, Tashia Voz. Um, Andrea Riseborough Andrea Riseborough was also in uh, Mandy, the Nicolas Cage film. Mm-hmm. You seen that? Mm-mm. It's alright, it's entertaining. The, the fight scenes are so... Oh, I remember you saying, yeah. Oh, they're so badly choreographed. Um... And she's also in. She's. I think she got an Oscar nomination this year. Yeah, um, and it's been shrouded in controversy. Because, um, well, I think the movie is. Uh, the movie's called To Leslie, um, and I don't think there's a problem with her or the film, but how it came to end up being nominated because apparently it had a real limited release. Oh, right, right, right. And, they, yeah, they, there's some shenanigans. Yeah, so, so on a, you know, like some, I'd, again, I, it's a bit beyond me, but nothing to do with her or, or the film, just surrounding how it managed to get a, a Oscar nomination, I think. Anything um, to do with lobbying? Yeah, basically, like how, yeah, how films really get put forward and whether they all get a fair shout. Well, it's a clusterfuck anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's all a load of... Yeah, it's all... Yeah, it's bollocks. It's all a load of crap anyway. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee plays uh, Girder. Girder. Uh, Sean Bean uh, pops up as John Pass. Ow. Uh, the CEO of Zufero, which is a data mining corporation... Uh, Christopher Abbott uh, appears as Colin Tate, mm. uh, the character Colin Tate. Uh, Christopher Abbott, I don't remember. He's in uh, It Comes at Night. Have you seen that? No, but that was that film night. that. Um, was it Joel Edgerton in that? I think so, yeah. That was the film that didn't do what he said on the tin. Not quite, yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I felt a little bit cheap. I, I kind of enjoy it. I can't remember it. I didn't see it. I haven't seen it since I saw it at the cinema. Mm. And I did walk out feeling a little bit cheated. 
but then maybe a day or two later I kind of thought like well okay it was it wasn't too bad it was trying to do something but yeah, yeah I wouldn't I, yeah I wasn't a big fan of it um, and uh, Tuppence Middleton uh, she appears as John Pass's daughter Ava who is the girlfriend of uh, Colin Colin Tate Colin okay quick <coughs> quick synopsis synopsis do you want to do the synopsis uh, well, <coughs> you alright? Yeah, do you want to do the synopsis? <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? I don't know, I was trying to have a break. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll do the synopsis. Set in a the near future, which is slightly dystopian. Or is it an alternate? Or is it alternate? Yeah, because I think it's set in 2008. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's alternate about it then? Well, because this is 2008 where people can do what these crazy bastards are doing. Oh, right. Well, is it, it's, it's not in a, any specific place, is it? No. no it could it's be anywhere because it's Americans and... Yeah, yeah. Um, looks a bit like Canada, but... I, you, I might just be thinking that because it's cro, a, a Cronenberg. Yeah. One of the Cronenbergs. Well, it's a non... Nondescript. Nondescript city. Her family home is a weird-looking place, isn't it? That brick sort of estate with all the garages in her... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the synopsis. Anyway, um... Possible future, Poss- possible alternate reality. Um, there's a corporation that uh, specialises specialises in assassinations. in assassinations. But what they how via they, via a mind melding. Well, it's a it's like a brain implant, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like a technological implant that you put in someone's head, and then you can basically you can basically sort of teleport or not teleport but transfer your assassin into the mind yeah. of this other person this unsuspe- unsuspecting person a little bit like the, the, <laughs> un- unsuspecting a little bit like that uh, it's got a little bit of get out yeah oh yeah 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 um, yeah yeah um, is it yeah. part of me all of me I don't Steve know Steve Martin it? I don't know. And he's I've got uh, some woman rattling around in his head. Or he's in some... What is it? I don't know that I've seen it. Steve Martin. Oh, it's not Shelley Duvall, is it? No, Shelley Duvall. No, no, it's a, it's a comedy. I'm sure it's got Steve Martin in it. I'm sure you might be right. I've not, I I'm going to have a look. I don't know that I've seen it. You better stop it, Matt. Jamie and Fortune's Betamax Dungeon. Anyway, the movie I was thinking about was All of Me, directed by Carl Reiner, not Rob. Oh, okay. Uh, it was Lily Tomlin. Oh, okay. And what was the... what? Well, I think one of them gets stuck in the other one's head. Oh, and okay. they're both trying to... Oh, okay. To... So it was a little bit like... Um, through the 80s, there was a whole load of body swap yeah. kind of comedies, yeah. weren't there? Um, well, it's like a body swap movie, but, but they don't. They forget to swap. They all just go... It's all in one head. One head. Like Vice Versa and Freaky Friday. Yeah. And uh, Big Tom Hanks. It's like a body swap. Where he just gets big. He doesn't swap with anyone. Well, he just, yeah, no, he just gets big. But it's like a, his body changes yeah. dramatically. He so it's like a body swap. Then he gets sexually assaulted by that woman. Yeah. 
I love that bit as a kid. <laughs> He's a young man watching that. It was great. Yeah. Um, so, I know, there's that bit where at the end he's walking off with his clothes are all baggy and she's stood there going, oh fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that bit. Oh shit. When, when, she, when he says to her, like, oh, you can stay here tonight. Why don't you just stay here tonight? Uh, or no, no, she says, oh, well, why don't I? She suggests, why don't I stay here? And he kind of says, oh, what? You mean like a sleepover? And she's like, well, yeah. And he goes, okay, but I get to be on top. <laughs> he's, he's just talking about his bunk beds. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, possessor. Possessor. So, uh, possessor or synop- possessor? Possessor. Possessor. Anyway, you, you, it opens up. You oh, yeah, you, I just feel like you need to do it in like a real like uh, trailer man voice. Possessor. 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 Is that no. Irish? No, I don't know. <laughs> Possessor. Anyway, Possessor. how far did I get through the synopsis? Uh, I have no idea. What? Anyway, this, this assassination. Do you want me to do the synopsis? Yeah, do the synopsis. Oh, okay. um, so basically, we're presented with a world where you have a corporate corporation which basically offers an assassin that can enter another body via brain implant take over that other body, commit an assassination, kill the body that they're in, and then get away, kind of scot-free. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's it. We're basically... We're, we're introduced to Andrea Riseborough's character called Tasha Voz, and uh, she's a seasoned assassin. Yeah. And... We see her come off a job which doesn't go so well. No, I think the, the plan should the plan should be once they've done the job, they kill themselves. Yeah, and she can. She can. Yeah. So she has to. Basically, she's in the body of a young black girl. Yeah. And um, something ain't, something ain't working as it should. There's well, yeah. For the, she goes up armed with a gun. Stab. And then she goes mental and stabs him in the neck. Yeah. About twenty. Right. Okay. Let me just finish this off. So yeah. So uh, basically, we're dealing with like assassins. That, what? You're getting into it now. I'm just yeah, into so I thought we were. Oh, now I feel bad. Well, no, I don't. I don't think we were going to like. <laughs> you're going to end up going over every little bit. I'm not. No, that's not what I'm going to do. Okay. Go on. Then. Go on then. Uh, uh, she, uh, uh, Tasha Voz gets her latest job and. Problems arise. Yeah. Uh, between the identities, between the identity that she's trying to take over, doesn't go to plan. The synop- that's the that's my synopsis. Then uh, carry so that, on with what you were well, saying. What the black girl bit. Yeah. So this is right at the start. This is right at the start. You don't know what's going on. No. Really. It's just but we see her calibrate in her head, don't we, to begin with? Yeah. And you, and you have no idea what's going on. She sticks no. like a node in her head. Yeah, that makes your head itch a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 and she goes through all the emotions, kind of, doesn't she? She's sort of she's laughing and then she's sad, crying. Isn't she trying to get into character? Kind of, but she's sort of working that dial, and her emotions are sort of going because she's she is laughing and then crying, and then yeah, she just levels out and on, and she's sort of dialing it in because I mean it is like a big wire stuck in her. Head. Yeah, but she goes up to get, she goes up to the target. And she's got a gun, and she's supposed to just shoot the target yeah and kill herself 
Yeah. But instead of doing that, she decides to get a big knife out. She picks up a steak knife, doesn't she? Yeah. And you just literally... There's lots of this in the film as well, isn't there? Knives entering bodies. Oh, it's really stabby. It's incredibly stabby, that first one. And... Were you okay with that, Mark? Yeah, 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 Sometimes you feel a little bit squeamish. Yeah, no, I was fine with it. I was fine with it. I was fine with it, you watch Terrified TV? Let me get through this. Sorry. Anyway, for the third time, she stabs the guy 20 times when she's supposed to shoot him. Loads of times. Then she gets a gun out. Yeah. And she finds she can't... Yeah, there's something... Stop it. Because that's stopping her. Yeah. And doesn't she say, like, pull me out? Yeah, she says, the, well, the, that's the coat. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. But she, I don't know whether it's a timing thing. I don't know, because I think even if they don't pull her out, I think even if that person dies, they can still pull her out mm. after. Because that's basically what happens, because she, she goes to put the gun in her mouth, can't kill herself, and then the police turn up and shoot her. And I mean, they they shoot her in the face when she's on the ground. They proper shoot her in the face as yeah. well, don't they? It's pretty grueling. Well, no, they basically they've gone put your hands up to get them to kill she's her. Still got she, a gun, yeah. she, she points a gun at him. So she death, um, death by cop. They tell her that's the way they do it. Isn't basically, it? yeah. Um, but she seems um, she's transfixed by the blood, isn't she? She's yeah. kind of sta- she ain't shot the guy. She stabbed him. And with all the blood, I mean, he's proper bleeding out. I mean, oh, yeah. it take long. Um, she's just sort of... She's playing with it. Looking at the blood on her hands and kind of, yeah. Um, so then we uh, then we kind of cut to, like, her debrief. Yeah. So Done we, by Gerda. Yeah, we, uh, which is uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, and that's when we realise that it's... This is this kind of gives you a setup, doesn't it? Yeah. Really, that is someone, uh, is someone inhabiting, possessing another body mm. in order to do something bad, and then there's technology that can suck them back out again. Um, and in the debrief, there's there's a, there's a portion of it which is basically ensuring that the assassin Tasha is herself, is back to normal. Yeah, and. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> it's a little bit like Inception. Uh, spinning thing. Yeah, but they have like, uh, they call them totems and yeah. that, don't they? And it's all just to bring them back to kind of reality. Yeah, but it's to make sure they're. Who, who they. Yeah, and who, that, the totems in Inception is to make sure they're in reality. Yeah, they're, they're not in the dream. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, whereas in this film, it's more to. Uh, determine that they are who they're they're meant to be they're they're back to their normal self and uh, Tasha she pulls out a pipe and she smells it which is I think is important she takes a smell of the pipe and she says this is my granddad's I never met him he died before I was born my dad gave it to me Uh, then she pulls out the butterfly and she says uh, this is a butterfly this belongs to me. I killed it when I was a child. I mounted it and I felt guilty about it ever since. I still feel guilty about it now, killing yeah. the butterfly. And she goes through all the tests. And meanwhile, Gerda's ticking stuff off. Yeah, and when you when you see that list, you, you get the company name. Right. Because um, it's basically like, it is like a printed off uh, check sheet she's got. 
um, is it Trem- Trematon is written at the top. Right. And you see the company logo as well. And that's really the only clue that you get. And I mean, we can get to it a bit later, but there's I have a whole issue with a company that deal that is about assassination with yeah. that amount of people working for them. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a but, it's a major deal, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's a big corporation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like how does that work? Yeah, yeah. How do you um, get in touch? Are they in the yellow pages? Yeah, in on that, the internet? In, yeah, and what like the, the employees that you sack, do they go to the police or do they just, yeah, anyway, we, yeah, we'll get that. Um <laughs> So it, it, <laughs> we can talk about that now. No, we? no, no, but it will prop up later. But so Trematon is like the name of the company. Yeah, but you only see four employees. There's a few more than that, isn't there? Because in the room when she goes oh, under, the doctor guy with the glasses, the guy doing the levels as a nurse or two. Then there's that whole other crew oh, yeah. that put the implant into Colin. And there's a whole van. That's like a van well, for they, the people. They got to kidnap him, haven't they? Yeah, he's going to the airport, don't they? So they kind of you don't see any of that. No, but they do kind of say, "Oh yeah, we we got him. We got him at the airport." How long does that take? I mean, when people go missing, they go. I think he was probably only missing for like an hour, and they just put something in his head. And we didn't know about it. Well, I guess not. Was well, nuts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's science fiction, Mark. Right? Um, so, uh, during her debrief, where she's gone through all these things that she's pulled out, uh, Voz m- mentions that she wants to see her husband, and Gerda kind of reminds her that, well, you're not... You're, you're separated. Yeah, you're not together anymore. Um, and she says, uh, you told me you, you, you've become a danger to them. They're not safe knowing you. And Voz kind of says, uh, "Did I? Did I? Did yeah, I say that?" Well, she, we can't trust her. Can't, you, I don't think you can trust either of them. Well, it's, that's um, what the film's about. Really, it's about. And Andrea Riseborough is mag, like hypnotic. In yeah, this film. I mean, you don't know. But you, it's all about um, identity and. Lying and true faces and stuff like that. Yeah, because you never know whether Gerda's lying or not. She's immediately because she, she's. The, oh, you can't. You, you can't, can't trust, trust Gerda. Even the who's the the doctor with the grey hair who gets a bit grumpy with her. You can't really. No, when she says, "I'll oh, check your, make sure your levels are right. I don't want to go in too deep. I want to go in really deep this time. I don't want to." And he sort of says to her, "Like my levels are fine. Just make sure you pull the trigger on the way out." Yeah, kind of thing. So that. But um, Voz is kind of hiding stuff from them because she's she is, she is having, having issues. Yeah, um, and they even kind of bring up to her like, "We had a gun. Mm. You had a gun. You just had to shoot the guy. Why did you end up stabbing him?" Well, she's like, got it all on the wall, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a yeah. look at this. Look at this what yeah. you did? You, why? <laughs> Does she answer that question? Well, she says, "I felt it. I felt it was more in character." And then Jennifer Jason Lee says, Who, "Whose character? Yeah. What character?" Um, but then that her bloodlust in her need, or or what you can imagine is her need to kill people like that, it 
carries on through the film. Oh, it escalates. Well, I mean, the, the main hit that she's supposed to do, she basically cocks up. Yeah, of course she does. Because she doesn't shoot the guy. She thinks she's beating him to death. And then... <laughs> <laughs> but you get to meet this Colin. And he's a bit of a douche anyway, isn't he? Well, he's an ex-cocaine dealer. He's, he, he thinks he's not good enough for us. Well, he... Well, he He's the next. Ta- he's the next person that Tasha is gonna kind of infiltrate. Well, possess. The target is his, basically his father-in-law. Yeah, that's right. Played by Sean Bean. Yeah. Who's John Pass and uh, Colin Tate, who is the chap who's going to be possessed. Uh, he's going out with Sean Bean's daughter, and he doesn't think he's good enough for it. Well, I mean, he's. He's. I'm gonna. He was a dodgy guy, yeah. Because he was a de- he was a coke dealer. That was how they got together, and it becomes apparent through the film that he's probably sleeping around. Well, no, he's he is not, sleeping around. Yeah, sleeping with her mate. Yeah, that seems pretty obvious. Um, that's dodgy as well. When her mate, her mate keeps go- saying to him like, "Oh, she's fine about it." Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, she yeah knows no, it's she's okay. fine about it. Yeah, hey? it's like yeah, but everybody's lying. Yeah. Every, everybody's this is the theme of the film well you can't even even Sean Bean is like two-faced oh he's he's a, he's horrible he's, hor- he's an asshole he is this this is probably the hor- most horrible you've ever seen Sean Bean he's normally kind of likeable isn't he <sighs> have you ever hated him as much as you hated him in this movie Hitcher well, only because he was in the remake of The Hitcher, not actually because of... Uh, he was still charming in it, I've no doubt. Is he a bit, does he get a bit of a shit out when he's Boromir? He gets poisoned by the... Oh, he gets a bit whiny at one minute, doesn't he? <laughs> a bit whiny. Yeah. No, didn't he, didn't, he get, didn't he get... I should be the king of the humans. Yeah, that's because the, 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 <laughs> the ring was corrupting him. It was just being whiny. I do... <laughs> Just I do all... always remember being a little bit gutted when he dies. Well, yeah, because he, he comes back around. Yes, yeah. Because yeah, so he's, he's an ass for the like the, the third quarter of the film. To the, he's, he keeps trying to he starts threatening the hobbits, doesn't he? He's being an arsehole. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, I mean, I'd never sit through them films again. No, no, I would. no, I would. not in this life. No, 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 no. <laughs> Life's too short to sit through fucking. They're, they're not my bag. They keep bringing out longer versions. Oh. And I mean, I, I love fantasy. I love sci-fi. I love all of that. But those Tolkien movies, they are just not... They're not for me. No, they don't do it for me at all. Is it high, they call it high fantasy. I don't know. I mean, I like the down-in-the-dirt, you know, pulp fantasy, like Conan. That's more my bag. Yeah, definitely. You know, naked women, guys with big swords, loincloths. I like that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right, well, right, okay. oh, well, she's got the next... When Gerda tells her about the next job, yeah. which the target's Sean Bean, they're going to get to him through... And, and the daughter as well. Yeah, because... because it's, a step, it's a stepson, isn't it? It's uh, Reed Pass, who... That's right. He... Uh, and Gerda basically says, yeah, Reed Pass, the stepson, is the client. If we kill John and the daughter, Ava, then Reed will get the company. And what we really want is the company. 
and we'll have Reed. So if he's running that company, we we've got the company. Yeah. Um, how are they getting away with I it? I don't know. It's because yeah, I mean, how would you get? How would you get clients? How? How would those? How would you ensure that those clients never went to the police? How would you ensure that none of your employees ever went to the police? I, uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But no, no, no. it does no. fall apart a little bit when you think about it. Well, yeah, you don't. You don't need to think about that. <laughs> that. That's not. That's, that's, it's, the film's not asking you to. It's think not about asking you to think about that, Jamie. Not those parts of it. But uh, yeah, I, I I had the same thought. It's like how there, there's got to be it's it's probably, it's probably an arm of a different corp, of one corporation. Yeah, because they, uh, Gerda even says at one point like, well during that chat she says, oh I've from corporate I've heard, you know this is really important because they want the company. Yeah. So e- even though even within the the assassination group there's maybe 10 people it's still part of a larger corporation and they obviously all know what yeah I don't know (laughs) (laughs) assassination bureaus don't make any sense really you couldn't really you couldn't run the thing is how do people get hitmen anyway In, 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 in real life I don't have no idea well, most of the time, if somebody wants to bump off their wife, they'll talk to a bloke in a pub. Someone they know, isn't it? Does somebody, someone they know, and they'll go, oh, I better go to the police. But they so do, they set them up, didn't they? But if they ever do do it, it's always for such a ridiculous amount of money. Well, like four grand or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not even enough to pay off your mortgage. No, no. You're like, well, what's, what's the point? Hey, four grand's a lot of money to people that ain't got nothing. For, in order for me to kill someone... I'd have to, you'd have to be looking at a million for me to actually even consider. Well, how much are they paying Voss? M- murdering someone? I don't know. They don't really ever. They don't really ever really say how much money they are making. I guess. I mean, they're doing all right. <laughs> and I mean, she's Tasha, Tasha Voss is set up to kind of take over, isn't she? Because there's even that bit where Gerda says, "I can't really do it anymore. I've been in too many times. Um, I see you as my." viable replacement where's she going to retire to well we don't retire from a company like that you die surely you get you get the idea that maybe she started it maybe or she she was uh, implementary in it getting started and you also get the idea that maybe she had done it a lot but it got to the point where because she was always taking pills wasn't she and guzzling water yeah rubbing cream on her hands and she just seemed like she yeah, maybe I just, thought, I just thought she had a lot of ticks. but then yeah. you would have if you got that amount of yeah stressful job isn't it yeah yeah Being yeah the head of an assassin corporation yeah <laughs> I wonder if Elon Musk got <laughs> Bezos Bezos would have one wouldn't he oh yeah <laughs> if they could make money off it I've no doubt they would uh, look at it um Jamie and Fortune's Betamax Dungeon. Yeah, so he's been kidnapped and he's got the implant in his head. Okay. It's a great sequence where uh, Andrea Reisberg is 
entering his consciousness. Yeah, with the, with the melty... Melty faces. Yeah. Almost looked a little bit like a 3D printer, didn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, cand- like a candle face melting slowly. Yeah. It's really good. I don't think a lot of that was CGI. I think a lot of that was sort of in-camera practical yeah. stuff. Kind yeah. of looked that way. Are you, there's, there is a sequence where she's spying on him and getting his mannerisms. Yeah. Um, yeah, when, it, when he, she first enters him, I suppose the word is. Yeah. He's coming out of the bathroom, isn't he? Uh, don't he wake up in the morning? Yeah. Don't you see the bit? It's like the night before. She's trying to get his speech patterns down. I see. Yeah. So she's kind of listening. She's sort of spying on him, listening to how he talks. She's kind of trying to pick up his voice, and then they have. Then he gets the implant pretty quickly. You don't even see him get kidnapped or anything. He's just already in the back yeah. of the van. Um, and then that first morning that she wakes up as him. Uh, she goes. She goes to the toilet and basically check looks at a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Which, would you? Yeah, yeah, I think you would. Yeah, yeah, you would. So she, yeah, and then she's looking through his underwear and finds some spunk stains. Pretty skunky. <laughs> a skanked up underwear that he's yeah. left lying around. Oh, um, it's a man. What would you do if you went into I don't another have an, man's body? I don't have underwear that scanned. What would you do if you went into another man's body? Would you check out? In my, what? what? <laughs> you went into another man's body <laughs> via the brain. Yeah, oh, via the brain. Yeah, okay. obviously. Okay. Right. Would you check out your new penis? Yeah, well, yeah, of course you would. Would you touch it? Um. Not if I didn't have to. So you would not want to? No, not immediately. What? What, just because I was in another well, body? No, if, the, if the opportunity came up to knock one out, would you knock one out? What, in another body? Yeah. I'd rather just knock one out in my own body. Why have I got to be in another body? <laughs> yeah, but you can still get urges. You might have a, imagine having a giant why is Why is this other body's penis any different to my own penis? Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you that idea, Mark. Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, but you, I don't think a bigger knob is going to heighten your orgasm. Don't know. What do you mean? Don't know. Even the smallest knob in the world is still going to have as yeah, good an orgasm. Just, it, how do you know? It's got further to travel, isn't it? I don't think the bigger the organ, the better the <laughs> orgasm. I don't. <laughs> that's not the rule. I know. I've seen some porn films where it shoots across the room. Ron Jeremy. He does. Yeah. He's. He's problematic now, isn't he? Yeah. Very. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Cut that bit. Okay. Just my mentioning his name. <laughs> anyway. I wouldn't want to be in his body for a day. Oh, God, no. Oh, Christ, that'd be horrible. Ooh. Yeah, no. Ooh. Anyway, she's, 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 she, he, where does he go? Where's he gone? What, who? Colin. Well, he's just been kind of suppressed. It's like get out kind of. He's in like the sunken place. Does he know he's in there? I don't know. I have no idea. That's never really fully... Well, he, well, he is still in there because he kind of starts fighting back, doesn't he? So he is still there, but he's just kind of been sort of overwritten. Yeah. Um, his The first morning that... Uh, I think she go, I think she went in too early. <laughs> well, she wouldn't... Yeah, because she was lying, though, but she was lying to her bosses and everything, wasn't she? Um 
in her wanting to go and see her family, she was desperate to go back and see her family. And they said to her, like, well, you're separated. You know, you're not yeah. together anymore. She really wanted to go back and see him, so she did. Um, and then when she was with her husband, she just kept seeing him being stabbed in the neck. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I want to go back to work. So she wouldn't really be an honest with her husband manage or well definitely not her husband or her management she wasn't really telling them what was going on and then when she's in Colin and there's problems during that and she's lying then she's saying oh no it's fine at my end you know yeah um, when she's as Colin that morning with Ava the girlfriend uh, the girlfriend even says to him what's wrong with you well, you would, wouldn't you? Well, he, but he, he didn't do anything completely. Yeah, but it's but it's unnatural. Not, yeah, but it's not him, is it? You notice there was something up. You wouldn't go, oh, there's somebody else in their brain. But you, if you had a partner and they started acting, right? How should they be right, acting weird, wouldn't they? How many times in your life have you ever been with anyone and then like just suddenly you're like, oh, what's what's up with them? What's what's going on? And you and you say to him like, "Have I done something wrong? What's up?" No, no, everything's fine. And it's like, but it ain't. It ain't fine because you're not. It ain't. Yeah, I know it ain't. Exactly. What's so wrong? You know when stop. Like, stop going on. Stop asking me. What's wrong? I'm fine. We haven't flashed about that, mate. Surely that's happened to everyone, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you do. Not know every man, every person. But you do. Do you do know when somebody's acting different? So yeah, you would say what's you don't see me. But he. But. You you have no idea what he's done that could be wrong because he's basically just nice and uh, she asks him to put the kettle on. So yeah, okay. So he's not he doesn't do anything horrible. There's nothing in what he they he does that is No, but he's acting different. Yeah, it's just well yeah. No, well, enough for not, going, and, yeah, that? well it ain't him. Yeah, it doesn't it ain't have, him. What I'm saying is it doesn't have to be a lot. No. You're not immediately going to jump to there's somebody else in his brain. No, I know. You would go. You're yeah, right. you're, you've gone strange on me. Yeah, you're not your normal self. Totally. No, voice, and that is interesting. That the is reflection of his voice, everything. Yeah, something just didn't. Quite. just not quite right. Like so, uh, Vage of the Body Snatchers, just the same, but not, but not quite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that is kind of interesting, and that. Um, I I feel sorry for Ava as well. Oh, she's, she's done nothing. Yeah, and she's nice, yeah. really, and she um, she clearly cares about him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a sad uh, turn up of events. Um, so yeah, his first so uh, he goes to work, didn't he? Yeah, his data mine, data mining. Uh, Is he watching a porn film? What was that? Well. From what what is data mining for a start? Well, I don't really know much, but from what I can make out, basically they watch endless amount of footage from wherever, whatever, whatever is online, whatever whatever has been posted, whatever they can get their hands on, they will study it and they will extract whatever useful data they can. And on this particular day, his job is to look at every clip he gets. 
in rapport on the blinds and the curtains, which I guess is information they would then pass on to people that sell blinds and curtains. Um, so Are you going to sell somebody that job? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Whether that is a thing that actually exists or not, I don't know. But So he's basically sat wearing a pair of goggles just watching yeah. endless clips. And then a then a a porn clip pops up. Yeah. He starts to get aroused, and that's when the problems arise. That's yeah. when it first starts becoming an issue. Um, and you uh, several times through the film, you'll notice that in, reflected in Colin's eyes are either like. It's like either a cross, a cross or, a line. or a circle. Right. It might be a line sometimes. Um, but that sometimes seems to signify whether the two, yeah, the two identities within him are kind of fighting. And uh, Colin, at that point, is kind of fighting back, isn't he? Because he kind of walks out and he faints. Yeah. And then... That's when they, have the, they, they notice. Yeah, that's when Gerda is like... Is everything you, Yeah, you're right, wake up. And she's going, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, yeah, I'm at work. But she's passed out. And she's like, yeah, no, everything's under control at my end. So you kind of feel that Colin's personality is kind of fighting back. It's it's subtly, though, isn't it? It doesn't, like, go... He's not full-blown Colin. Yeah, it's not, like, blockbuster style It's kind of implied, isn't it? It's very kind of um, surreal imagery of what is going on yeah. in his mind. Um, and, I mean, there are later scenes where it's all going on within... It's presented as going on within his mind. But well, you see... Eddie, Eddie turns up, isn't it? Yeah, and you see the pair of them split, don't you? And it's yeah. almost like they've been the two minds have been melding together. Yeah. And then they split apart. Um, while... Well, after that has happened, after that initial bit where they have a bit of a wobble and the two personalities are kind of fighting. Yeah. Um, when she is back in control, she goes as Colin to see her family. She's kind of spying on them just to see her ex, you know, husband and son. Yeah. That was very, a very odd scene. Yeah. But this is, but this, as it all plays out, you'll understand why. Gerda was saying, you, you, you've said to me that you're a danger to your family. You know, you, they're not safe knowing you. Um, so she's gone to see him as Colin. Um, and there is that whole sense that maybe Colin is trying to fight back and Gerda is kind of worried. Um, and then you have that sex scene between... Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's freaky. It's a bit freaky. But you basically, basically they're at, uh, Colin and Tuppence are having sex. And I think the issue is I was... Sorry, I'm trying to suppress a burp. Don't just burp. Well, right, I'm just trying to suppress it. I think the issue is for Colin or for the, the, I, the, the times that the identity starts fighting back seems to be during times of arousal sexual arousal yeah um 
That's where the identities are kind of vying for position. So Colin's having sex with his girlfriend and it's really well done, isn't it? Because you can kind of see that there's this going on in his head and then yeah. you basically see a shot of Andrea Riseborough with, a, with like a penis. male genitalia. You can um, say penis. Nah, I try not to say it, Mark. Say it, what? It, penis. Well, you just said it. Well done. I said I try not to. I didn't say I didn't. Now, That's again, the only time if, if I'm that was you say. in there. What? If that was you, they put you <laughs> into somebody else's brain. Right. And they put you into a woman. Yeah. Would you have sex with a boyfriend? I would, might, would possibly struggle with that. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not a assassin that can be <laughs> transplanted yeah, into keep, someone's... You've appearances. Yeah, I know. I, I would be more. I would, yeah, I'd be, I'd be more worried about killing people, really, than that. Yeah, I wouldn't be feeling horny at all. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. It's not, not her getting horny. Though, not with it? someone that you you know you're gonna you're there to kill. She was one of the targets as well. It's horrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they have the sex scene, and then we basically get on to when the night of the the hit. No, we don't. I kind of get. No, we don't. Then okay. She, he get, when she gets, Colin gets back from looking at Ava's family. There's a party going on. Oh yeah, he meets her friends. You're right. Yeah. She's like, "Where have you been?" Yeah. And they're all in there doing loads of coke. Yeah. Come and have a line with us. Come and have a line. And that's when you when you find out Colin's maybe been shacking up with her he's, mate. He's prob he's probably been a unfaithful but then you do kind of also maybe get the idea that maybe they have that kind of relationship yeah I mean you only hear it off her mate who says oh no she's fine She, we can be friends again she knows what's going on but that could just be her yeah. mate giving him bullshit but you do get the sense that they're I mean they're a see that, that, they're a coke couple aren't they so they you know those people are like what? Ah, oh, you know, couples that do coke. Yeah, they're not all like sex crazed maniacs. Wow. Really? Is that wow? Not all of them. Nah. What do you mean, nah? What couples that do lots of cocaine? Yeah, they're not girls that girls that end up going out with their cocaine dealers. That's that's genuine. Yeah, no. Come on, that's come on. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, it's going to be a bit. You, you can see the panic in her eye, his her eyes as well when he walks in. There's loads of people. Yeah. So you've been putting up this act for your girlfriend. That's got to be difficult enough. Yeah. But to figure out what the fucking hell the other well, are going to think, and well, yeah, when and he, he gets cornered by that girl in a toilet. Well, he also makes a mistake as well, doesn't he? Because he sort of says, "Oh yeah, it's nice to meet you." And the friend yeah. goes, "You've met me before." Yeah. And then he looks, he's looking at that, they're snorting it off that photo, off that um, photo frame. And he looks at the photo and says, who is this? And it's like, well, you should know. Do you know what I mean? There's a, it, I, it almost looks like him, but with more of a beard. Yeah, I think it is. I don't know, I don't know. Look like Jon Snow. He does look a bit like yeah. he's like a cut price <laughs> Christopher Christopher Robert. Yeah, he does look a bit like Kit yeah. Harrington. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, like I say, all the all the friends would be like, "Well, he's acting a bit." Nobody's going to go. Well, it's obviously not him. He's got a woman in his head, going to kill 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 people. But they all think that he's not acting right. I think the girlfriend really does. Ava does. She yeah. knows that something ain't right, and she tries to talk to him that night. That's when they. That's the night that they end up having the weird sex scene. Um, and she just comes across as quite caring. She just legitimately seems like a nice. Yeah. Um, nice, nice lady. Just worried about him. Just concerned about his safety, and we only really get to see him while he's possessed. Yeah. So we only really get glimpses from how other people talk to him to get an idea of how he may have been. Yeah. And you do kind of get the idea. Even when he talks to Eddie, the guy at work, and Eddie's talking about, you know, sleeping with women, and yeah. you kind of even get the idea then. Like, he, he's not a, he's probably not a great guy. Well, he's just a guy. I don't think, I don't think he's a special, he's just a young bloke in his late 20s. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Most of them are, you will probably think we're assholes, but there's just, they're just guys. Yeah, they, some of them are faithful. They're all bloody cheating on yeah, their girlfriends. They're in that environment, like you said. So lots of cocaine, lots of sex. Well, yeah, okay. So we get to the night of the hit. Ooh, which yeah. is it like the? It, which is it like a, a party that Sean Bean is throwing at his so, house? Uh, yeah, I think so. So it's Ava, Ava's dad, Sean Bean, John Pass. Yeah. And uh, he's he's a, he's, he's a, a massive asshole. Even his speech is he's just an asshole. He's an arrogant yeah no. It's uh, exactly how you'd expect a guy in that position. A to rich be. corporate. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't get to that point without being like that. I get well. I, there might be some nice ones out there, Mark. I don't know, but he. He's really rude to Colin as well. Like when Ava walks in and they go to say hello. Well, he. in Sean Bean is kind of like, oh, my daughter's brought a boy with her. And he's no, like, didn't he say, no, in the front of all the guests and that, he's like, oh, this is my Colin, he's going to be my son in law. And then he sort of pulls him in close and goes, look, fuck off. That's a bit later on. Oh, is it? I'll yeah, yeah. When he first meet, when him and Ava first goes to go to see him, uh, he's really he is incredibly rude. And he basically says, "Oh, you know, my daughter's brought a boy," and then he sort of says, "Oh, yeah, no, no, I've given him a job. Um, I hope it's not too difficult for you. Uh, you know, I worry that it's not quite within your skill set." And he's got a job like on the bot. It is a proper, yeah, you know, menial crap. Well, you know what his job is. It's just watching videos and reporting on what he's seen to do with curtains. Mm. Um, and he, he's just really kind of talking down to him and he's obviously got no respect for him as his girlfriend's. Well, Sean Bean even starts off saying, like, oh, I was just talking to my friend here about uh, how you must feel being a bad parent. You know, when you get to a point where you're just like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. You know, he's just, hor- he's just horrible. Um, Still shouldn't be, man. 
Yeah, and he kind of <laughs> and he kind of just dismisses him. He just sort of nods at his daughter as if to say, "Yeah, take, yeah, go take away, take him away." So part of the assassination narrative is that Colin is going to get angry with his girlfriend and his future father-in-law. Leave the party. Over, yeah, over his treatment in how they've kind of humiliated him and, you know, he's never good enough. So he gets into a row, which is the time that he kind of goes to Sean Bean and says, I, I have a feeling you owe me an apology. And Sean Bean basically goes, you know, fuck why don't you fuck off to some corner somewhere? Don't dirty my floor. Um, he gets himself kicked out. Of gets kicked out. Bit of a beating. Oh, he's horrible as well, because he even shouts at Ava, doesn't he? He calls her a fucking bee. Yeah. And you're like, she didn't do anything. He feel really, I feel sorry yeah, for yeah, her yeah, in this film. Um, so, yeah, he, he gets kicked out, he leaves. He comes back later... And Sean Bean is on his own, sat at the table. Drinking whiskey. Comes walking back in, sits down. And Sean Bean's kind of like, what the hell are you doing here? Get out of my house. He's not a cockney. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Bean's from Yorkshire. Get out of my... I can't do it anymore. No, that's an ass. Get out of my ass. No, I can't. can't. Get, Get out of my ass? That's not Yorkshire. That's not a Yorkshire. How you get into a Yorkshire accent? Me. No. Bayek is like. Yeah. E. Get out my house. Of get out my. I can. No, I can't. It's Ooh, beyond me. Lovely cup of tea speech. and some bread here. Get out my house. Get out. Get out. <laughs> get out my out. Get out. No, no, Stop no. saying get out my house. No, I'm, I'm not going to say it anymore. So he, <laughs> anyway, so, he says that. He so asks him to leave. He asks him to leave. Colin puts a gun on the table. And he's basically like, "Go, I'm going. I'm going to bed. I can't bother this. I'm drunk. I'm going to bed." He makes a lunge for the gun, and Colin, you know, Tasha, just basically beats the living shit out of him with uh, a poker. It is poker, isn't yeah. It? And this goes back to the problems that she was experiencing initially, where it was like, "You've got a gun." Shoot him. Yeah, what 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 is wrong with you? Oh, she fucking beats him with this poker. She proper beats that shit out of him. Smashes it in his mouth. His teeth breaks out like a load of teeth. That was unnecessary. Right into an eyeball. And you hear him going, Oh really good. That's really good. Uh, It's really good. Great violence. But then Ava walks in. Yeah. I didn't think he'd hit her. Yeah, 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 he did. He did it, uh, yeah, but she's yeah. like crawling away because she's in a doorway, and he kind of just shoots at the doorway. Yeah, you, yeah, I know what you're saying. You kind of think she's got away, but at the same time, you kind of think he must have hit her. Mm. And he did. He shot her twice in the back, and she's crawling across the floor away from him, from Tasia. Um, right in your brain, were you thinking, "Oh, this is going to be fucking awful"? It no. was awful, but it was going to. I thought he was. I. Th- to be fair, he just put a bullet in the back of her head. Yeah, it was still pretty horrible. I know it's horrible, but I was thinking he's going to fucking do... After what he'd just done to her dad, yeah, okay. I thought, oh, this is going to be nasty. Oh, good. I'm glad you were thinking that. But, but it didn't play out It like didn't that. play out like it's that. Still it was, hor- I it's still horrible. I still find what was, happens horrible. But it was quicker than 
Well, yeah, but he watches her crawl across the floor, and then yeah, he doesn't he touch her cheek. Yeah, and she's still in pain and crawling. Yeah, no, it's still horrible. It's still horrible. So, uh, shoots her. Uh, Voz thinks the mission is done. Goes to put the gun in her mouth. Says, "Pull me out." Goes to shoot herself. She can't shoot herself. No. Um, and there's through the imagery it's implied that there's another battle going on in the mind of Colin between the pair of them and Colin he picks up a shard of glass and he jabs it right in the top of his head into the implant yeah Um, and it kind of severs he, it, start, he, it starts to sever the link. That yeah, that's what really starts it off on them to battle in in his head. Yeah, because he's buggered up the implant. When he come he comes out of it, then he's like, he's fucked, and he realizes he's absolutely fucked. You feel really sorry for him. Yeah, you know, however you, much of an asshole he was, he didn't deserve any of that, really. Yeah, and you, I I, I kind of I. Kind of would have liked it if the film played out more as him, like, uh, redeeming himself. Because he, I mean, he is completely to the outside world. Oh, he's... He's, he's, he's guilty. Yeah, of, he's fucked. Yeah, he's, he, he is completely guilty of killing his own girlfriend. And... His father, yeah, he's, he's... And it would have been... It, it's, this film is interested in different things, but it would have been good to have a film set up like that, and then you have to see him get out of it. Rede- yeah, redeem himself, prove that it it wasn't him. He didn't kill his girlfriend. Um, how, you, how would you do that? I don't know. But you you kind well, of implant. You would kind of like to see him win. Yeah, but you know. Oh it, yeah, this ain't that kind of film. Gonna, yeah, no, this ain't that. Anywhere near that. No. But, um, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he runs off. He goes to his ex-girlfriend. Well, his girlfriend. Rita. Yeah, who was the girl that we met earlier. Yeah. That, was, that it kind of implied that they'd had a bit of a fling. And, oh, no, your girlfriend's okay about it. Yeah. It's all right. But he goes to see her. And then, obviously, Voz starts fighting back a bit. Well, she... She's really good to him. She looks after the wound on his head and she agrees to let him stay there for a couple of nights. Mm. She doesn't know what he's done though, either. Well, he tries to explain in a way, but it's not... I don't think it's him. I think that's that's Voz, isn't it? Who's kind of saying... It is Voz, because she's saying like, oh yeah, I did it. Yeah, you know, I couldn't handle it anymore. I did a terrible thing. And then she says, I should have stayed with Michael in Rita's because of what who's yeah Michael Um, but she agrees to let her stay there but then they have another kind of internal mind fight and Voz gets the upper hand and kills as you find out I don't know that you actually see her do it she kills the girl yeah you see her pointing the gun um and then Eddie comes in. Yeah, then it's another kind of rug pull, isn't it? Because yeah. Ed, Eddie, the guy that uh, Colin knew at work... Was a, the, was a plant by... Yeah, he was a corporate plant. Yeah. From Tremor Tom. Yeah. 
who he'd been there to get the to uh, get the job, apparently to talk, you know, to kind of finance the or not finance, but. Um, well, he was a pair of eyes in the business. Yeah, and I, I it, it, he, from what he says, it's kind of implied that he'd set up the, he'd helped set up the job. Yeah. That they that he was on. Um, and he's basically there to get Voz out. Yeah, or to get her back in control. Yeah. Um, because he says to her, she, it needs to be her that pulls the trigger. Although it, it doesn't. No, because it doesn't. we've seen earlier on that it doesn't need to be her, but. I think that's Gerda. Yeah, wants her to do it to kind of you know uh, make sure that she does it to plan kind mm. of thing. Um, but that it, none of that works out well. Because well, that again. Well, you get that them splitting apart again, didn't you? Oh, that bit's brilliant. That's the, the bit the, where the, he ends up putting her. He in his in the mind in like the dream sequence bit. Yeah, he pulls her. Colin, he kind of gets the upper hand, squashes her face, doesn't he? Yeah. And then wears her face is like a really weird mask. Yeah. It's a cool mask. It's a great mask. Um, that bit in the film is fucking Yeah, awesome. yeah. And then you, you're kind of given the idea that Colin is then looking into her mind and seeing her life. Yeah. And he's recognising her family and where she lives and... What's kind of going on? Yeah, um, that's really good. That bit. Which well, he wake, wakes up and Eddie's dead on the floor. Yeah, and then yeah, so he kind of goes. He it, he kind of goes off as Tasha. Yeah, and then when he wakes up, he's him again. Because that's all happened. Well, who killed Eddie? He did. Did he realise he killed Eddie? No, when he he, when he woke up, he's shocked. Yeah, but it must have been him that did it. What was it though? Well, I don't. I don't know that Tasha would have done because he's well, no. Just well, I'm getting to think now that from what happens next, she was in control more than you realised. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That's so, what. That's why it's such a clever film, isn't it? That. Yeah, because um, it's never. It, I'm not sure whether, because he wakes up as him. Yeah. And he's shocked. Oh yeah. That Eddie's dead on the floor. Yeah. So. So maybe I, it was her, but yeah. then. But she knew what. He wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted to go to, go to the family. She was like, yeah. Yeah. Do it. Well, he. He re- he. Well, he wanted to really find out what was going on. He wanted her... He I thought he was going for revenge. He but. was kind of, but he when he... So basically, uh, Colin wakes up and Eddie, the guy that was there t- on the behalf of the company, was there to help Tasha. Mm. Um, but he ends... Eddie, uh, Eddie's dead. Colin wakes up, Eddie's dead... Colin also realises that Rita has been shot in the shower. Yeah. And all of that is a shock to him. Yeah. So that does imply that it was Voz. Yeah. Why Voz would kill Eddie, who was there on behalf of the company to help her, yeah. is a bit confusing. But like you say, maybe that is all just part of what where it was headed. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, so 
she would have known that he'd been to her house, and that's probably where he'd go next. Yeah. So and that is what happens. So basically, Colin ends up going. She's basically, even though she's not in charge, she's manipulating him. Yeah, yeah. Or could 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 be, be manipulating. manipulating. But so, think, oh, by the end, it, it, should we get I, to the end? Yeah. So, so Colin, um, you're not quite sure who's in charge, to be honest. Well, you kind of get the impression when he wakes up and he's shocked by Eddie and Rita. I, I think you get the idea. Okay, this is Colin now in charge. Yeah, and he goes to where Tasha lived. With and he Michael. meets Ira. He meets the young boy. I thought we met him earlier. He, he, well, Tasia had gone to spy on them. Yeah. While she was Colin, but it was her in control. Yeah, but did she see Ira there? And then Ira, Michael opens the door and says, Come "That's on. a bit later. That's a bit later on because Colin, Colin goes and meets the kid. Yeah. And he's talking to Ira. That's right. That's what I just said. No, no, no." So he's talking to Ira in the street. Yeah. And then Ira's got a map. And then Ira goes. Ira leaves and goes inside. And then later on, when it's dark... Yeah, he goes back. He goes and knocks on the door. Yeah. Was that, that wasn't what you said. That's literally what I just said. And you went, no, that happens later. But it does happen later. He goes back when it's dark. Oh. Why did I... Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be bloody difficult. I'm just... I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. That is what... I, okay. So, yeah. Because he goes, is that is that where you live? Yeah. Stop him. <laughs> We're now in the denouement, Jamie Ball. Yes, Mark. Uh, so there's a knock at the door. Yeah. And it's Colin. And Michael, the husband, is like, oh, you know, who are you? He says, oh, I'm a friend of Tasia. Mm-hmm. And he kind of says, oh, I come back another time. But Colin forces his way in. Yeah. Holds him at gunpoint. Basically says, uh, your wife, she's a predator. Mm. Do you know that? And uh, Michael, the husband, is clueless. He's like, I have no idea what you do. I have no idea what she does. I have no idea what's going on. Could you know someone for that long and not know what they do? Well, I would be suspicious. Um, the idea... It's implied that that's why they split up, and it is because of her job, and not just on her part, but maybe even on Michael's part. It was, but then it Michael says to her that he wants her to come home, doesn't he? Yeah. Earlier on, he says, and she just, as he's saying that, she's just seeing him as though he's been stabbed in the neck. Yeah. So she's not, she ain't right, and as this transpires. We know she ain't right. <laughs> she um, knows she ain't right from the first. So yeah, she's killing people for a start. That ain't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's not even that not even gone over, is it? Not not until the end, and then that is that is the point. But at no point through the film does she or any of them ever express any sense of morality about what. No, no, doing. no. It's just business. Where, yeah, it's never a question as to whether it's wrong or not. Um, Colin basically holds a gun to Michael's head, the husband, and is basically saying, "Come out, you bitch! Come out and see me, or I will kill him." And in his mind, him and Tasia do kind of meet and have a conversation. 
Yeah. And ultimately, Tajia says to him, I don't care, kill him. He's holding me back. Um, and before Colin can shoot him, Michael kind of knocks the gun out of his hand. Yeah. We're given the idea that Tajia is in control now. She And even if she wouldn't, she'd already said to him, kill him, he's holding me back. Yeah. I think it's her in control. Yeah. She sure. picks up the cleaver. As we've seen her earlier, she's got a thing about bladed... She wants to fuck yeah. people up. Shooting someone ain't good enough. So she, as Colin, goes at her husband with the cleaver. For about ten minutes. Yeah. But that's... <laughs> it's, it's still... Compared to what we've seen, yeah, yeah. that's still more implied, isn't it? Because it yeah. never actually cuts to what she's done. And she would have made a real mess of him with that cleaver. Yeah. Like, she would have proper... That... He yeah. would have been a proper mess. Yeah. Um, what I do like about this film is there's loads of bits of people slipping around in blood. Well, they, they would. I, yeah, I'd love that in a film. <laughs> I know it's gruesome, it's macabre, but I do, I love it. <laughs> people slipping around on blood. I do, I do. Murderers. And it's dirt, the blood's all dirty brown. Slipping and around in the blood. The I, blood don't, I don't know. It's, the blood's all dirty brown and fucking... It's disturbing, but I do, you know, it's, you get a bit of a... You get a bit of a kick out of it in a movie. Yeah. Um, so Michael's dead on the floor. She's dead. Uh, yeah, he's dead. And uh, Colin, who I think is very much in control of Tasia at this point, uh, because he sits down and basically puts the gun to him, to his mouth, and says, pull me out. Well, that'd be Tasha in charge, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, so it is. I've, I'm sure that's her in charge yeah. when she kills the husband. Yeah. And, I mean, even, like I said, even if she wasn't in charge, she'd given him permission to kill... It's like, go ahead, kill him. Yeah. He's holding me back. So, Colin, as Tasia, is kind of sitting down. He's got the gun in his mouth, says, pull me out. And again, can't pull the trigger. There's just some part of Colin or some part of Tasia that can't do it. They can't can't shoot himself and can't shoot himself. Maybe it's Tasia. I don't know. Because she had the issue before. Maybe well yeah, she can't she yeah, she can't seem to pull the Yeah. But then or is or is it the case that the other personality is starting to fight back in to say, No, you're not gonna shoot I'm not gonna let you shoot me in the head while this is all going on Ira her son comes out of nowhere and stabs Colin right in the neck another pretty gruesome neck stabbing yeah and it's definitely not Colin no um Tasia as Colin shoots him her son her own son in the chest yeah and then looks at him sees what she's done and you know it's her because it's not even Colin it's it is her led you do see you see a flash of her don't you? it is Andrea Riseborough led on the floor and she just shoots the shit out of her son's head yeah um and, and as as he dies he says pull me, pull me out. out pull me out um as what I would say 
so yeah so as that scene ends Colin's dead yeah he's got stabbed in the neck he he got shot as well kind of earlier on he's dying um the husband's already been cleavered to death Ira is di- is definitely dead because he got shot in the head how he managed to say pull me out is a miracle because he got shot in the head about five times the whole back of his head blew out fantastic but she did shoot the shit out of his head yeah uh, he says pull me out the blood on the floor kind of starts to make the pattern of a butterfly yeah okay um, and then cut to Gerda and Voz coming out of the apparatus, the yeah. machinery that allows them to go into the implant. And you come to realise that Gerda had been implanted into Ira, her son. And um, obviously Voz was coming out of Colin. Yeah. And then we go to like a fight. It's like a final debriefing, isn't it? Yeah. Mission's over. We'll have a final chat. Yeah, good, it'll go away. And this is significantly different. Well, maybe not significantly, but it's, this one is different to what we've seen earlier. Yeah, with the And this is the, it's the most heartbreaking thing about it. Um, well, first of all, she brings out the pipe. This is it's like the bit with the totem. So yeah. it's the things to ground her back in her own personality. And she brings out the pipe and she quite mechanically is just, this is my grandfather's pipe. I got given to it. It was given to me by my father. I never met him. Never met him. She doesn't smell it. No. When she brings it out to begin with, she takes a smell of the pipe. This time, not at all. Then she gets to the butterfly and she goes, this is a butterfly. I killed it when I was a kid and I, I mounted it myself. And that's it. Yeah. When she first talks about the butterfly... She talks about her guilt. She, feels, she says, I feel guilty. I killed this butterfly when I was a little girl. I mounted it. And I, I, feel, I still feel guilty about it now. And when she's talking about it at the end, it's not it's just not there anymore. Yeah, I killed it. I mounted it. And Gerda, who's interviewing her, just oh. looks to her and says, very, very good. She's got away. Yeah, she's yeah. got a killing machine back. Yeah, and like all empathy is gone. I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I love a happy ending. Bleak, innit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, she still lives in that house with her dead kid in it, and as he's going to ask, well, why is Colin there? Why don't? Why don't? Who's <laughs> asking the question? Yeah, I know. You, yeah, <laughs> that, that is. Yeah. Imagine being Why did this guy then... But then he'd already gone mad and killed people. Well, so he say too... he's got a weird hole in his head. Well, I, I, I think they do say early on that the implant dissolves within five days. Still have a hole in his head, though. Yeah. Yeah, that... And then any autopsy would show up. Yeah. That this guy's had an implant put into his head. Yeah. What's this? What's this thing in this guy's head? <laughs> like a remote control. Yeah, it looks suspicious. This technology I don't recognise. There's no reason this guy would have this in his head. Anyway, we'll bin that. 
<laughs> they don't ask too many questions. You can ask too many questions about this film, but then... That's not what it's about, is it? It's not about... No, the... no, no. It's the, One of my favourite bits is her trying to figure out how to talk to her son. Oh, early on, when she's... Yeah, she's sitting outside the door, she's going, oh, I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, I've not seen you... She can't remember. She can't remember how to sound like herself. How to sound kinda. like herself? Oh, I'm absolutely starving. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, what have you got there? Oh, yeah. I'm absolutely. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm absolutely starving. But she's just, she's just a robot at the end. Yeah. Yeah. A killing machine. But then the other scary thing about it is, um. No, I mean even in real life, you you can know people. Yeah, you can't know people. You, you never really know people, no. um, and you kind of think, oh, I've known him for years. He wouldn't ever do anything like that. And it's like, yeah, you it does that. <laughs> it's what? What is that noise? <laughs> you can kind of trust people. It's like, how well do you know yourself? I mean, how many times in your life have you ended up doing something and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't think I would do that. Or I didn't think I was like that. Well, not that often. I mean, don't, no, not, uh, not this... Not, <laughs> not, I don't mean really <laughs> bad, but... I mean, like, say, like, going line dancing or something like that. Is that where your brain went, line dancing? Well, it's something that you've maybe always told yourself, like, no, I would never do that. I don't do that. Yeah, the only time you... And then you... The only time you ever do that is you've been coerced into it by a woman. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then you find yourself doing it, and you're like, oh, shit. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Come on. I don't know about that, but I'm just trying to give you an example of something where you're like, no, I would never do that on moral principle. And then before you know it, you're line dancing. You're Morally. Like, Shit. I do have a moral issue with line dancing. I, on moral I do have grounds, a, I, I do have a, I do have an awakening at some point when uh, my daughter's running around like an endless chicken squawking. And i got the boy here being sulky with me. And I do sometimes think, how the fuck did this happen? Uh, I never thought I'd be in this position. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's... Yeah, but then I... Everyone thinks that. But then, you, in some ways, you're, you, you're, you, to a lot of people, that's an enviable position, mm. you know? Yeah, maybe. Well, no one's going to carry on my name. Oh, God, what door have I opened now? No, no, I'm just saying, I'm not, you know, I... Kids are a big responsibility, and kids are, can be a pain in the backside. And very expensive. And very expensive, but ultimately, they mean that you go on, you carry on, Mark. You are still. Yeah, but I don't, do I? Yeah, you do. Through your kids. How, what do you, do you mean? I'm still dead when I die. But but then you are in them. They they could not exist without you. Yeah. Right, so they carry on. A bit of you is, oh, it will carry on through them. It will. They, the, you, are, you are part of what makes them them. So even if you're not here, there's, it's almost nice knowing that there, there'll be people in the world yeah. that will still go on 
with your kind of outlook or your kind of uh, ethos or your uh, values. You know, that's nice. Whereas when I die, you know, no one's going to carry on my legacy of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) My legacy of bullshit dies with me. Wait, my night's still got time. No, wait, my age? Yeah. No, I can't be impregnating people now, mate. What, 46? Well, I did it at 45. No, that's a... Well, that was a whole year younger than I am now. No, I... No. Fucking knackered. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm knackered. I am. Knackered. <laughs> there's no way on God's green earth I'm ever having another one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Are you recording this? Yes, yeah, fine. <laughs> okay, you're never having another. Never. Never. It's going to happen. Never. never. How's, it, how's it going with the... Uh... Why are you talking about that? Why are you talking about that now? Well, stop it. No, let's get just knock this on the head now. Okay. Sorry, I did. I'm sorry. I didn't actually say anything. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Right, say goodnight, Jamie. Um, Oh, no, Mark's out of five. Sorry. Yeah, that's not. That seemed a brutally. Come on, on, let's get to the end of it. Okay. Drifting off there. Possessor. I'm going to go the full five stars. I think I'll give it five. Oh, really? Yeah, I really oh, enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And it is a proper... Cro- Even though it's his son, it is a proper Cronenberg film, isn't it? it they are a, yeah. a thing. Yeah. I, um, I think it was very much his own, though. Yeah, it didn't yeah. Go, it didn't go down some roads I thought it was going to go down. In some in some ways, it was less opaque. It, it yeah. I mean, there, you, get, you get it. Yeah. Whereas with a lot of David Cronenberg stuff... You enjoy it. You've you've been entertained, but you're like, I don't, I don't really get what <laughs> what that was about. Whereas this, you, you know, you get it. You get what he's yeah. trying to say. Yeah, there's enough, there's enough about it to have a conversation about it. Yeah, there's enough ambiguity there to think. Well, maybe is it? Did it? What? It, was it really? But it, then it, it leaves you with enough questions. Yeah, that you're kind of thinking like, well. Did were those questions answered, and I just didn't pick up on it, or didn't? Yeah. I tell you the other thing I noticed. Um, you know, I said earlier the company is called Trematon. Yeah. And there's the bit where Tasia goes to visit Michael and her son. Yeah. And her son has got that weird doll. That's right. That he can program to dance, and yeah. he says, "Oh dear, Dad bought it for me." Well, the doll is on its shirt. Is got the logo of the Trematon company. Oh right. So I have no idea. You never see that doll again. You see it for literally about a minute. Freaky doll as well. It is proper freaky. But then have that in your house. That goes straight in the bin. But then, as it transpires later on, and it turns out that Ira, he, I mean, Ira has been possessed. (laughs) <laughs> possessed possessor <laughs> so I don't know it just makes you wonder about the company doesn't it so like, they're tremotons so they do like brain implant assassinations and, and they make freaky fucking dolls yeah really fucking sorry they're weird they are it's a weird yeah you remind me of Puppet Master 
You only see it for about a minute. Yeah, I know. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird, doll. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Mark. Five stars. Yeah, what five do you stars. want to do next week? Is it my choice next week? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 45. I'll consult the list. Okay. It's not a great list. What do you mean? Oh, why, are you having, why are you doing this on camera? On mic? <laughs> talking to you <laughs> you can cut this pause you can cut no that. I'm not pausing anything that's just you can cut that shit no I'm just no I'll have a look at the list okay or I'll find a film that you haven't got that's not a good idea well there you go that's why I've got okay. to consult the list okay right say goodbye Jamie bye Jamie thanks for listening everybody bye come back next week <laughs> yeah like and share <laughs> Philippines fans and you fans over there in the USA <laughs> oh god hey it's desperate it's not desperate anyway good night Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon <laughs>